This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Welcome to another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. You know, we have so many great guests that have been reaching out to find a spot on our podcast. And today is no exception. We are joined by Lance Isios. He is the host of the University of Adversity podcast. He created this podcast to help people learn from stories of adversity, which has ranked top 50 on iTunes worldwide, by the way, and the top number five in Entrepreneur Magazine's 20 podcasts that will help you grow in 2020 list. That's a pretty cool thing to have. Now, Lance has a great story. We're going to put a lot of that information in the show notes and his links as well. But I want to bring Lance on because we're going to talk about a couple of things, including the adversity piece. And we're going to talk about podcasting because that's a lot about what Lance does in driving people to his branding and his business. So Lance, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So let's talk about adversity because I think that's a good place to start because I think that even for speakers, which is, you know, this podcast is about speaking, but a lot of people who we service, we both have very similar businesses and how we approach it. But let's talk about the adversity piece because that's sort of how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I, just like everybody have been through quite a bit of different challenges and adversity over the years. And what I've really realized is that a lot of the beauty and a lot of the growth, a lot of the lessons, a lot of the gifts of life come on the other side of adversity. And I guess when I was in a time in my life where I was just kind of at a crossroads as to what I was doing currently, which was working in bars, you know, managing bars, and really understanding and asking myself the question, is this fulfilling me anymore? And I really started to look at what actually fulfills me and what actually feeds my soul and what do I actually want to do? And personally, I had learned a lot from podcasts along the journey. You know, it was a way to be a fly on the wall. You get to hear information that I never got to hear. You get to hear the real human speaking about things without an agenda most times. And it was just a really interesting way to digest information or take in information. And I just decided that after losing my younger brother and my dad within you know about a year and a half, I thought to myself, like, what if I could create a platform and I could share other stories and share my own and you know build relationships and you know eventually build an audience and build trust with that audience? And I did that through podcasting, and it's really been. And obviously with University of Adversity being the name of it, back to your question, my whole brand and my mission has been helping people see the gift in the adversity, right? In that moment. And it's not always easy. But on the other side of that brings us the gifts in life. That's where the gifts are. That's where the growth is. We don't speak about the end result. We talk about when we look back and tell a story, what did we overcome to get there? Yeah, I don't care if you got a boat or a house. How did you get there? Mm-hmm. And I want to know how to do it. And providing people with stories that they can resonate with from people that they can connect with allows them to be able to see themselves in that person and then gives them permission to do what they already know they can do and take action. So that has been my mission. And you know, I've been blessed to be able to use the podcasting as the driving vehicle for that. 
And it's certainly working out very well for you based on the achievements that you've reached. So congratulations on that. You. But you're right. It doesn't start out easy though, does it? When you no. When you're going through, there's a song, It's and I'm trying to think of who does it, but there's a lyric, and it's, if you're going through hell, keep on going. Because eventually, and that's that adversity piece that you talk about, and people sometimes don't realize that just because somebody does have the boat or the nice car or the nice house, and I want to talk about this because this is hugely a part of your podcast too, people don't always know the backstory. They only see the, oh, if only I had a boat like that, or if I had that car, or if my house was like that. They don't know the backstory. So how crucial is it, in your opinion, of that story? How crucial a piece is it? Yeah, that's a great question. And this ties into podcasting specifically, is that I think we're getting to a period of time where People are done with the BS. People are done with the facades. People want to know the human behind the business. Yeah. People want to know, yeah, that's great, but who are you? What do you stand for? Like, what kind of depth do you have? And I think podcasting has almost been like that secret hack to be able to kind of show that story to people in a way that's without selling themselves to people, they're selling themselves to people through stories and people can yeah. relate so then people go, well, wow, I can really relate with that person. What do they do? How can I work with them on a deeper level? Yeah. And that's the beauty of it is that we need stories. People resonate with stories. This goes back to us being, you know, cavemen and, you know, thousands of years, we sat around the fire, we told stories, you know, your uncle tells you a story. It's something that we gravitate towards. The reason is because we all crave human connection and we all create mm -hmm. wanting to connect with somebody and we want to have like, a, yeah, I resonate with that person. It feels good to resonate with somebody. It feels good to see somebody else in you. They've been through a struggle. Oh, they've been through worse than me. That means I can do it. Isn't that the point? It's like, so that you feel inspired to do something different. That's the whole point. And I think stories and the importance of sharing your story, you know, the truest ability that you have is going to allow others to connect and do the same, essentially giving people permission. And that's why it's been so powerful to be able to do that because it's just an easy way for somebody to learn about somebody else mm -hmm. through a conversation, you know, and stories is so powerful. And I think being able to tell that in a way where people can learn and grow is just one of the biggest tools, probably one of the most underrated, undervalued tools as well. I would totally agree. It's It does many things and you touched on a number of them there. It's creating that, if I can see myself in the story that the other person is telling, it's creating that no like and trust factor. But it's also, there's a saying, the money isn't in the sale, the money is in the story. You know, the sale comes from the story. It doesn't come from my ability to say, hey, Lance, look at this lovely stuff I have to sell you. It's let me tell you a story and then let me share with you how my story can impact you. And if I've created enough of a no like, and trust factor and I have the right services or products or whatever that you want, I just made it very easy for you to say, yeah, you know what? I am going to check out Lance a little bit further, or yeah, I'm going to buy his book, or yes, I'm going to do that because yeah. I trust him and I know him based on the story that he's telling. You've created that, I think you said this, that human connection. And this is one of the challenges with podcasting though. I don't mean to open a Pandora's box here, but the opposite is true too, that yeah. there are a lot of podcasts out there that are not story-based. 
and all they do is sell, or they don't even talk about sales. That's just a couple of talking heads. That's got to be a frustrating, or when you see that, or when you hear that, it's, you have to scratch your head and go, what are they really trying to accomplish there? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a place for that also. I mean, I think there's something to be said for specific podcasts that are just going to be answering questions. Sure. It really depends on what you're looking for. But definitely, I think knowing even that, having some sort of like substance and learning about the person is important. But yeah, like, I mean, I just think that a lot of people get lost in, there's a lot of podcasts out there. It's saturated. I might as well not do it. Here's my advice for anybody that thinks that. Anything that is worth doing is going to always have competition. You're always going to be comparing yourself, no matter what you do, whether you want to be a doctor, a pro athlete, content creator, a YouTuber, it doesn't matter. It's something that pays well and it is worth it is going to always have people doing it. It's going to seem like it's impossible, but it really doesn't matter because there's only one you. There's only one you, one story. There's an audience for you. So it's about not getting lost in the comparison game, which we all do. Yes. But it's important to be like, look, I'm going to own my truth and what I say and what I do, and I'm just going to do that. And having those expectations like, hey, you know what? Realistically, maybe this is going to take me a little while. I'm going to do this for three to five years minimum anyway. Why not just you know, hunker down and just make sure that I'm controlling what I can control? The people, the stats, all that will look after themselves. But so many people get caught up in the comparison and then they see, well, this guy has this many results. So I suck at what I do. I'm not going to continue. And I think it happens with everything in life. I've just really heard this a lot in podcasting. I've heard it even when I started it, December, 2018, people like, oh, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. Like it doesn't matter because you're going to always have that. You're always going to be dealing with that, you know? So And we're living in a time now where people need good information. They need your truth. They need not somebody else's version of their story or their idea. It's like your, they need you. So that's why I just like to drive this point home to any listeners out there. It's like, just control what you can control and really focus on yourself because the podcast could be a very, very powerful vehicle for you. Absolutely. And that's why you and I both do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, to exactly. get our messages out to people, regardless of you know how different or what that messaging is, that's why we do it. And you touched on some really interesting points there, You know, the number of podcasts. I like that because back in 2018, there weren't nearly as many as there are today. There were what, I think maybe 700. 150,000 or something like that versus now the 2.5 or whatever it is million well, and that a lot are of those there. ones a lot of those podcasts yeah. that were going I looked at like oh wow they've been doing it for a while and then they've stopped so yeah it doesn't matter it's like just keep going yeah and that competition <laughs> game too I think you're right there that we always do that that comparison and we say oh well, I don't know they're already doing that I don't know if I can or how am I going to bust through all the noise but If every single person, let's just paint this picture. If every single person, every single business thought that way, there would be no business. If a big company like, you know, and I don't know which came first, I think McDonald's came first, but if a big company like Harvey's said, oh, you know, McDonald's, they're big in the the Hamburg world. How am I going to even stand a chance? I'm just not going to start my business because there's too many McDonald's restaurants out there. Where would industry be? Where would business be if we all did that? And competition is healthy. Mm -hmm. But one of the things you said that was very interesting, 
is it's not that there's competition. It's that the only person who can tell your story is you. Mm -hmm. So even if you and I talked about the exact same thing, you and I got on two separate podcasts, which we might very well do, and talked about podcasting, they'd be two very different conversations because you and I, even though we're both originally from Canada, I know you're down in Florida now, but we're both from Canada originally. We both come from very different backgrounds. We both have very different experiences. We both have very different stories that are going to bring about different results, different things that are going to drive the audience to a different place as well. Mm, Absolutely. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that somebody will resonate with your message and that's great. Somebody will resonate with mine and that's great. And I think people get lost in trying to please everybody and not focusing on the people that they should be focusing on. You know, it's like, even with listeners, I remember in the beginning, I was like, so caught up with, oh, I need to have this many listeners and this many downloads. And it was like, well, why not focus on the 10 people you do have or the hundred people Mm -hmm. or the 500 people? Because there's a human being listening right now, whether you have 200 listeners or you have 20,000, it doesn't matter, right? Like focus on that. Because if you think about it, even if somebody's listening out there, they got 200 listeners, think about 200 people sitting in a room listening to you. It's pretty awesome, right? Be grateful for that. Because there could be zero listening. And this is a lesson that I didn't think about in the beginning because I was too caught up in, oh, Lewis Howes has this many downloads and blah, 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 and all the BS, right? So I think that's really important. I think one of the guilty things that people do when they're first looking at podcasting is they don't appreciate the fact that podcasting is, for most people, it's not a short game. No. It's a long game. It really is. And I think I fell into this trap when I started my podcast as well, where I thought I was going to launch a podcast and I'm going to get these hundreds and hundreds of listeners because I have a background in broadcasting. I've got thousands of people who I've talked to over the years on the radio. They're all going to want to listen to my podcast. Eh, (laughs) It just did not happen. Not only that, but we automatically think that if I built the podcast, they're going to come, they're automatically going to be beating down my door to either be a guest or to listen. And if after four or five episodes, they haven't, it's not working. Yeah. And you've possibly heard that too. And, you know, dealt with that with either clients or even other shows that you've been on. And that's just not the case. It's, you have to think of it as a long game. And like you said, imagine standing in a room, say a ballroom, you know, with 200, 300 people in it, speaking to an audience, you know, standing on a stage and you're the speaker. If you have 200 listeners, that's a pretty good place to be. But even if you only have 20 listeners, imagine standing in that conference room, that small room with 20 people who are actively listening to you. How many are your prospective clients? How many are really listening and absorbing your message? And how many, I like this part, how many lives can you change? What if you only change one? Does that mean that you've accomplished something from that talk? I always say yes to that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I say all the time too. It's like the comments that I get about making an impact or like help them shift or the guest help them or, you know, there's been so many DMs I've got about people doing business with my guests and my clients. It's like they hired them for coaching or whatever else, you know, and just, you know, being able to facilitate that where even if it's not me, just here, here's somebody that's great, hire them. You know, like this yeah. is an author by their book. You know, I love that. I love like, cause I don't have all the answers of the world. I'm just like, Hey, I'm a curious student of life and I want to learn and I want to share these and Hey, here's somebody that's 
great at this. So you might be interested in their stuff and it's happened a lot. And that's the beauty of it too. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of influence that you can have on people just by having the right guest on your show. Yeah. And I've had that happen too, where I've you know, received a email afterwards saying, Hey, I heard your podcast and you were talking with, take you as an example, Lance, Lance was on your show and I'm thinking of reaching out to him for coaching or for yeah. go for it. Absolutely. Reach out to Lance. And well, by the way, we'll give you all the links in these show notes for reaching out to Lance and also how you can pick up a copy of his book because you have a book that's about to be launched. Why don't we talk about that a little bit? Because I know that that's been a huge thing you've been working on and it's, yeah, let's dive into that. Yeah. So the book is called Mastering Adversity, Unlock the Warrior Within and Turn Your Biggest Struggle into Your Greatest Gifts. So the book, think of it as kind of like a roadmap through adversity, how it shows up and how you can move through it. It's a combination of my personal journey through all the craziness that I've had from playing hockey to working in the bars, traveling around the world, nightclubs to entrepreneurship and the craziness that's brought with that, along with a lot of my healing journey, you know, with ayahuasca and psychedelics. There's a lot of crazy stuff, meditation, and that's led me to where I am today. Plus interviewing over 370, you know, some of the most inspirational, successful people on the planet to kind of put together this book that's going to allow people to be able to really resonate and connect with my story and see themselves in it and then have a formula to move through the adversity. You know, I break it down in a very, I think a great way and I poured my heart and soul into it. So I think it's going to impact a lot. I know it's going to impact a lot of people. And I started writing it during the pandemic and I wrote it in different countries. I started writing it in Canada, then Costa Rica, then Mexico, and then the States. Like there's been a lot of different waves of me and the journeys and the challenges that I've been through in my life in the book itself. So like the writing process took a while because I had to work through my own stuff to teach what I'm doing, the formula. And it was really, really powerful. So now it's going to be ready. It's going to be out in September and the pre-sales available. So I highly recommend, you know, your listeners. And if you guys want, you know, the podcast University of Adversity is where it all began. And now, you know, I created Mastering Adversity. So yeah, those two things, the podcast and the book have been probably some of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because not only as like, you know, to write a book, but like what I went through in the process, the growing and the healing. And I don't know if you've written a book or not, but like, or any of you out there who have written, like you got to put your heart and soul into it. And, you know, I laughed, I cried, I wanted to quit. I swore many times it was its own personal healing journey of itself. So whether nobody reads it, it was just such a powerful tool for me. So I'm excited to share that with the world. So, yeah. And we'll make sure that the link for the pre-sale is in the show notes for you, for you to pick that up. Now, I haven't written a solo book yet. It's happening this year. Awesome. (laughs) I have made a commitment to do that. I have been featured in a few other books though, where I have shared, you know, certainly nothing, none of the stories that I've shared. Well, we actually haven't told many stories today, but, but I share some personal stories in the chapters that I've contributed to. And Hey, those struggles that you mentioned there, but you know, you laugh, you cry and so soul searching. Now all of mine were written in Canada because we couldn't move anywhere during the pandemic, (laughs) so to speak. So, but certainly amazing experience and congratulations on that. For anyone who's written a book, you know that it just doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, certainly 
Go to the show notes, grab a pre-sale copy of Lance Books, all of his links of how to connect with him, social media, as well as the link to his podcast that he's mentioned a couple of times today will be there as well. Lance, this has been a great discussion. I'm glad we took the time to connect and share. It seems like we're on similar wavelengths when it comes to ideas. What I want to do though, before I turn you loose today is give you the opportunity to share a final thought with the audience. I would say that it always comes down to belief. And this is my personal development side of me coming out. No matter what you're doing and speaking to you know speakers or podcasters, and I know you know this, but it all comes down to your level of belief in yourself and the people around you that are able to do it and you think are different than you, they aren't. They just have a level of belief that it's possible for them. And it is for you too. So whether you think that you don't have the tools or there's some story that's getting in the way of you doing something or taking action, whether it's writing a book, podcasting, speaking, it's just a story. And that's when you have to be aware of that and figure out what that story is. And when you can kind of work through that and develop that deep level of belief, it's all possible. So believe in yourself, whatever it is you're doing. And I know that sounds simple, but that's really the difference between so many people that I've seen and interviewed. It's like their level of belief is so strong. It just outweighs that fear of failing more. So get that level of belief, whatever it takes. And sometimes the simplest things are the hardest to achieve. So Lance Ecos, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been a great discussion. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it, man. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 